0: السلام عليك زين الأنبياء السلام عليك بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وأفضل الصلاة وأتم التسليم على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين اللهم صلِّ وسلِّم على سيدنا محمدٍ الفاتحي لما أغلق والخاتم لما سبق ناصر الحق بالحق والهادي إلى صراطك المستقيم وعلى آله وصحبه حق قدره ومقداره العظيم رب اشرح لي صدري ويسر لي أمري واحلل العقدة من لساني يفقه قولي اللهم نوين التعلم والتعليم والتذكر والتذكير والنفع والانتفاع والانفاده وَالْإِسْتِفَادَةَ والحث على التمسك بكتاب الله وسنه رسوله والدعاء الى الهدى والدلاله على الخير ابتغاء وجه الله ومرضاته وقربه وثوابه سبحانه وتعالى It is a pleasure and an honor uh, to be here with you all for the Al Maqasid uh, 2020 summer retreat which we're offering online and we apologize for uh, any technical difficulties, and please uh, uh, bear with us, inshallah, as we uh, get adjusted to this new model, uh, get adjusted to this new format uh, of our summer retreat. And first and foremost, we seek Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala's assistance, and we seek Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala's acceptance, and we pray uh, and beseech Him asking that Allah Subh'anaHu Wa taala spread the lights of guidance and mercy and blessings into the hearts of all who follow along and many others through His generosity and grace. Inna hu akramul akramin wa arhamul rahimeen So uh, inshallah in the classes that we'll be covering uh, called the Remedy for the Hearts, uh, inshallah we'll be covering a really beautiful book Called al Qulubi wal Absar, the remedy or the healing for the hearts and the inner sight. And uh, this is a book by a great Imam al Habib, uh, Ahmad bin Zain al Habashi, uh, who was one of the students of Imam al Haddad. And in this book, he dedicates an entire book talking about. The sciences, al uloom, istighfar. So, in this book, he talks about the various types of knowledge, not just the various types of benefits and lessons, but the various uh, types of knowledge that are included in a prophetic dua, al istighfar. And this shows us and teaches us. That the words of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the Al-Quran Al-Kareem, is an ocean, is an endless ocean that cannot fully be uh, uh, comprehended and understood by created beings because it's the words of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So there's no end to the understanding that the people of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala receive when they are engaging with Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala's noble book, and also from among the words of creation, that the best of words and the most meaningful of words are the words of the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Sallam and that the Messenger of Allah has given us, in what is known as Sayyidul Istighfar, the preeminent formula for seeking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's forgiveness that He has given us in this supplication, in this dua, uh, various types of knowledge, various types of benefit, and something that is a healing for the hearts and souls. So inshallah what we'll do in this introductory lesson uh, to this book and to the topic, we're going to read over Sayyidul Istighfar, the preeminent formula for seeking Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala's forgiveness, which the entire book is really focused on—the uh, lessons and the meanings and the types of knowledge that is contained in this prophetic du'a. And then, what we'll also do and spend the majority of the time focusing on is looking at the verses of the Quran in which Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala tells us to turn back to Him. The verses or just a few verses in in reality where we look at Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala informing us about tawbah, about repentance and turning back to Him and why it's something that's so needed in every time but especially in our time. So we'll begin with the the preeminent formula for seeking Allah's forgiveness and this is in the uh, the packet that you have, the course packet uh, and uh, inshallah, you can follow along there. The dua of the Prophet is uh, that he also called it Sayyidul Istighfar. Qala Nabiyu Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Sayyidul Istighfari Antaqul. The Messenger of Allah, the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, said the preeminent formula for seeking Allah's forgiveness is to say, Allahumma anta rabbi la ilaha illa ant. O oh Allah, You are my Lord, and there is no God but You. You created me, and I am Your slave, and I am Your servant. وأنا عَلَىٰ عَهْدِكَ مستطعت. And I uphold Your covenant and promise as well as I can. I seek Your protection against the evil that I have done. أَبُؤُ لَكَ وَأَبُؤُ بِذَنْبِي I acknowledge your favors upon me and I acknowledge my sin. So forgive me. So forgive me, for none forgives sins except you. This is known as Sayyidul Istighfar. And the Messenger of Allah وسلم, he said, whoever says it in the day, and passes away and dies on that day, they will enter paradise. And whoever says it during the night, and they pass during that night, they will enter paradise. And inshallah, immediately after this class, as part of our summer retreat, we will recite Wird al-Latif, the great Wird of Imam al-Haddad, combining these invocations from the Qur'an and from the Ahadith of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. We'll do that with uh, Sayyid Abdul Fattah Ba'alawi, and of the adhkar included in al Al-Latif is sayyidul istighfar the preeminent formula for seeking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's forgiveness. So now inshaAllah, we'll transition to looking at verses from the Qur'an related to tawbah. Verses from the Qur'an related to seeking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's forgiveness and repenting to Allah, Jalla جل Jalaluh. And this is really important because... As we all know, one of the reasons that we actually have this retreat online is due to the fact that we're experiencing a pandemic. We're experiencing a widespread illness that uh, is something that humans across the globe are dealing with in this current time. And many people feel that it is a time of tribulation. It is a time of uncertainty. It is a time where we are being tested by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the people of insight, the people of hearts that are alive, the people who are seeking from Allah jalla jalalu, they look at every time and they look at every event and circumstance as an opportunity to understand the wisdom behind Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's decree and to understand what is it that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Is teaching us, and what does Allah want from us in every time? So this is a time where the righteous, if they ever experience things like this, they would turn back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with even more intensity, with even more humility, with even expressing a greater need and realizing a greater need before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So we'll look at some of the verses where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala informs us of that. Allah says, من الرجيم, ولا مِنَ العذاب دُونَ الْعَذَابِ الْأَكْبَرُ يَرْجِعُونَ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, we will certainly make them taste some of the minor torment, الْعَذَابِ adna the lower punishment, and the lower torment, al al-akbar, before the major torment, before the major punishment of the hereafter. But Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala tells us here that there will be people who will taste and experience some of Al-Adab al the lower torment, the lesser punishment, before the greater punishment comes. But a person might say, why are we experiencing that? Why would Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala tell us that? First and foremost, we have to understand that Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala fa'alul yurid. Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala does whatever he wills. And that al-khalq kulluhum abid. All of creation are his servants. And that wal khallagu fina fa'alun lima yurid. And the creator with his creation does to us whatever he wills. We turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala asking for His mercy, asking for His forgiveness, asking for His gentleness. But the reality is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is al-jabbar, is al-qahar. Nas'al Allah al He is the overpowering. He is the dominator. Subhanahu wa ta'ala. But Allah tells us, so that's the first thing, is that we have ibudiyah. We're not in a position really If we're really honest, we're not in a position to question Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has absolute right over us to question us and to hold us accountable. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for his forgiveness and for his lutf. So that's the first thing. The second thing is that in this ayah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is not telling us that people are certainly going to taste al-adhab al-adna, the lesser torment. The minor punishment, before the major punishment, al azab al-akbar, for no reason. But even in this, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is showing us that this is a mercy. Why we see this in what remains of the ayah. We haven't recited the full ayah just yet. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala informs us of this reality to uh, actually teach us a lesson and to show us a mercy. That he says subhanahu wa ta'ala We will certainly make them taste some of the minor t- torment in this life before the major torment of the hereafter. Why? So perhaps they return to the right path. So that they turn back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So that they repent to Allah Jalla Jalalu. And the mufassirin they say that the lesser torment, the minor punishment is dunya, a difficulty, a punishment that a person experiences in the dunya. Such as loss of life or the difficulties that we face or loss of crops and a shortage of food. نسأل الله سبحانه وتعالى العافية والسلامة. We ask Allah for afiyah and salam. We don't act like even al al-adna, even the lesser punishment, we don't assume that we can handle it. But that we turn back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala before the everlasting punishment that is given to the disbelievers uh, is, is uh, given out in the Akhirah. And what is the, the, the point of that? So that they perhaps will return to the right path, i.e. that they will repent. That they will seek Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala after disbelief. And even when it, with regards to tawbah, there's varying degrees. So there are those who repent from disbelief through iman. And they turn back to Allah and they testify, Ashhhadu an la ilaha illallah wa ashhhadu anna Muhammadan Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. That's a type of tawbah. That's a type of turning back to Allah. But even those who have belief, there's tawbah, as we're going to see in the verses that we're going to look at, that we continuously turn back to Allah. So sometimes we might experience a difficulty that helps remind us. That the difficulties of the hereafter are significantly more intense. So we turn back to Allah. Ya Allah, astaghfiruqa Allahumma wa atubu ilayki. La ilaha illa anta subhanaka inni kuntu min al-zalimeen. Oh Allah, I seek your forgiveness and I turn back to you. And tawbah, the word for repentance, it literally means to turn back to Allah. La'allahum yarji'oon. So that they turn back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So the Mufassireen say, Allah is telling us that we made them taste that lesser punishment so that they turn back to Allah in this life by repentance and waking up. That this dunya can uh, uh, cast uh, a veil over our eyes. It is a fantasy, it's a delusion, but that when we wake up and we realize. The life to come. So when the one who reminds them of Allah and calls them to Allah comes and they turn away from him, then they are truly oppressing their own selves. And the true caller to Allah and the best of those who reminds people of Allah is Sayyiduna Muhammad. We heard the caller calling to Allah saying believe in Allah. So we believe in Allah. We respond to the call of the Messenger of Allah. اللَّهِ وَسَلَامُهُ عَلَيْهِ So that's one of the verses talking about Tawbah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then also tells us that corruption will appear in the earth due to our mistakes and once again that the 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 solution and that's really what we're talking about here that we're looking not just uh, at tawbah as one of the the great virtues of the heart and what we meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with but we're also looking at tawbah as a means for relief and alleviation and for the solutions to the problems that we're facing in today's world. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says Corruption has spread on land and sea As a result of what people's hands have done. Bima kasabat aydi nas through the sins and the misdeeds that people have done. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us once again, informs us of the wisdom behind this and the solution, So that Allah may cause them to taste the consequences of some of their deeds, i.e. their misdeeds. Why? Why do we experience that? So that perhaps they might return to the right path. When we see even in the physical world now, we see the manifestations of that. Corruption has spread on land and sea as a result of these unpurified nufus. Nufus that are controlled by greed. We see pollution in the air. We see climate change. We see Uh, all different kinds of things changing, corruption on land and in the sea, oil spills and the extinction of animals and an imbalance in the order that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has placed on earth and all of that is a sign for us that we've got to wake up. And this, I'm directing this to myself first and foremost. I'm in need of these reminders just as we're all in need of these reminders. That we need to wake up, we need to turn back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That the solution to these problems is not necessarily, we can take the means available to us, there's all different kinds of worldly solutions of sustainability and minimalism and so on and so forth. But in reality, the deeper solution is we have to turn back to Allah. We don't want it to get worse. We don't, even in the pandemic that we're, we're experiencing, Walillah الْحَمْدَةِ I mean it's, a, it's very tragic the number of lives that have been lost. But this disease could be even more infectious and contagious. The effects could be even more ravaging and deadly. But even in this there's a lut from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. There's gentleness from Allah. So that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is giving you and I and those of us who are healthy and have not been, our lives have not been taken. And inshallah, those who are believers, Whose lives have been taken, inshaAllah, they're accepted as shuhada. They're accepted as martyrs. But for those of us who Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has continued to bless us with continuity and life, that we turn back to Him. So that they can return to the right path. Uh, الناس, the mufassireen say that what people's hands have done, that the corruption, that has been caused by what people's hands have done والمعاصر, of disbelief and sins that the, the result of disbelief and sins is this corruption in the land and sea and if they were steadfast upon Allah's obedience Allah would have repelled and pushed away these difficulties and tribulations لِيُذِيقَهُمْ بَعْضَ الَّذِي عَمِلُوا أي لِيُذِيقَهُمْ وَبَالَ بَعْضِ عَمَالِهُمْ فِي الدُّنْيَا قَبْلَ أَنْ يُعَاقِبَهُمْ بِجَمِيعِهَا فِي الْآخِرَةِ That Allah allows them to taste it in the world so that they can repent before a person tastes the full measure in the hereafter. نعم. So that we can turn back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then they say وَذَلِكَ بِسَبَبِ مَا كَسَبَتْ أيدي الناس من إثار الدنيا على الله. This is what people, this is what uh, the Mufassireen have talked about centuries ago. That this is due to the acquisition of people's hands, due to their preference of the dunya over Allah. How can you prefer a created thing over its creator? How can you prefer an illusion over al haq subhanahu wa ta'ala? As the Messenger of Allah sallallahu said, uh, كَلِمَةٍ, قالها كلمة The truest word ever spoken by a poet is the statement of Labid, أَلَا كُلَّ شَيْءًا مَا خَلَ Everything other than Allah is, is false, is null. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala هو الحق. So then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala brings them back to him. They say إِمَّا الإحسان, Either through the gentleness of his kindness and his blessings and gifts, reminding you with gentleness to come back to him. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us abid ihsan wal abid imtihan. May Allah make us servants of excellence and not servants that only turn back to him through tests and tribulations. And then he says, imtihan," oh, Or Allah will bring some people back to him through the chains of tribulation, that they are forced back to him. So inshallah we turn back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala without being forced. Another verse of the Quran from Surah An-Nur verse 31 Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala directs this message and this invitation and this c- uh, counsel and command to the believers. Once again out of his mercy. Allah says, turn to Allah in repentance. jamian. Turn to Allah in repentance altogether. And this is what we need. We need a collective tawbah. We need collective istighfar. We need to turn away from sins. We need to change our habits and change the things in our environment that take us away from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that drag us into the, 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 the muck and mire of sin and disobedience, so that we can be free in the meadows of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's obedience, and our hearts can become illuminated by that. تفليحون, turn to Allah in repentance altogether. O believers, what's the result of that? What's the the fruit of that tawbah? تفليحون, so that you may be successful. And this is the highest and noblest and truest and purest and most beautiful form of success. Not success where you get a promotion at work. Not success where you make a little bit more money that's just going to last for a short while anyway. But true and ultimate and complete and perfect and and beautiful success. Success with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is the success that we're being called to. إِذْ لَا يَكَادُ يَخْلُ أَحْدُكُمْ مِنْ تَفْرِيطِ وَلَا سِيَمَا سِيَمَا فِي الْكَفِّ عَنِ الشَّهَوَاتِ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala directs us to the believers because it is very rare for someone not to fall into a, a, you know a, a laxity. It's very rare for someone not to slip up, especially when it relates to desires. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, this is a tawbah directed to the believers specifically. Ayyuhal Mu'minun. All believers collectively repent and turn back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And here's a beautiful fa'idah. It is said by the scholars, إِلَى التَّوْبَةِ مَنْ تَوَهَّمَ أَنَّهُ لَيْسَ لَهُ حاجة إِلَى التَّوْبَةِ The person who's the most in need of tawbah, someone might say, That that tawbah, la'allahum is directed to the kuffar. When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said in the previous verse that we looked at, so that they return to the right path, that they turn to Allah, someone might say, as the mufassireen have said, this is directed to the disbelievers, so that they become people of iman. That's what that tawbah is directed towards. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala directs this to the mu'mineen. It's to the believers And that's why the scholars say the person who's the most in need of tawbah is someone who doesn't think that they need to make tawbah. I'm good. Alhamdulillah. I'm fulfilling Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's rights. I'm good. I'm a good person. People like to say that. I'm a pretty good person. But then the scholars say how ignorant you might be of your own self. The person who's most in need of tawbah is the person who doesn't think that they need to make tawbah. And look at the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala gave him complete protection and infallibility from sins. He never disobeyed Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. With that, his ubudiyya, his servitude to Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala, his complete devotion to Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala, his witnessing that Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala is always deserving of more than what he sallallahu alayhi wa sallam presented to his lord he turned to allah and and asked allah's forgiveness a hundred times a day عليه عليه, which is an indication of the realization of servitude when you realize what allah is deserving of and you realize your own limitations you always feel like you need to make tawbah. and it's not something where a person just is constantly negative and beats themselves up all the time, but it's a tawbah that makes them turn back to Allah, return to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in every state. Naam. And, uh, uh, لَعَلَّكُمْ تُفْلِحُونَ تَفُوزُونَ بِسَعَادَةَ الدَّارَيْنِ So that you may be successful, and this is a beautiful statement, سَعَادَةَ الدَّارَيْنِ And attain felicity, attain true happiness in both abodes. What does that mean? In the dunya, and the akhirah, that you attain the true meaning of peace and felicity in this life and in the next life, which is the everlasting life. Sa'adat al-Darain wa billah tawfiq. tawfiq Tawfiq is from Allah, Allahumma ya man waffaq ahlil khair lil khayr wa a'anahum alayh waffiqna lil khayr wa a'anna alayh Oh Allah, you are the one who granted your enabling grace to the people of goodness, and you assisted them in that. We ask you for your enabling grace, and to assist us in that. Ya arham al rahimin, wa ya akram al akramin. And then they say, Tawbah, asas tariq," as it relates to the spiritual path, and this is very important. This is extremely important, and we should make an intention every single day, if not every single moment, to always turn back to Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. And alhamdulillah, we now live in a time where people are so thirsty for spiritual meanings that people now have much more of a love of tasawwuf or ihsan or tazkiyah. And after a particular while where people didn't really have access to that science and that tradition within the Islamic sciences, now alhamdulillah people are much more uh, interested and have much more access But one of the things that we have to understand is that loving the the light and the beauty of spiritual meanings does not mean that we do not expose ourselves to the heat of spiritual purification it's hard work it's hard work and we have to be determined and we have to be committed and we have to take from the sweetness of those spiritual meanings what inspires us and gives us the strength and energy to face the really difficult spiritual path of purification. And that's why taw- uh, asasu tariq, repentance is the foundation of the spiritual path. And it takes a lot of work. It's very difficult. Tawbah is a complete transformation of who you are. It is the first step on the spiritual path that we have to repent and ask Allah forgiveness for all of our sins. We have to change our ways. We have to cut off all of the knots that tie us to our lower desires and the things that are displeasing to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we have to free ourselves of all of that so that we can really be on the spiritual path. But if we like spirituality and we haven't done that, then there's still good in loving the salihin. There's still good in loving the righteous. There's good in recognizing the truth and the beauty of these meanings. That's not to be underestimated. But you're like someone who's looking at a picture of a beautiful fruit but you haven't even begun to actually see the real fruit or taste it. You're just admiring how beautiful it looks. That is a that looks like a tasty, you know, apple or watermelon or whatever it may be. Whereas the people of realization are eating it and tasting its realities and being nourished by the, the, the nutrients that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has placed in that. So we have to get to work. At-tawba tariq. That tawba, repenting to Allah is the foundation of the path. So let us not delay. وَتُوبُوا إِلَى اللَّهِ جَمِيعًا أَيُّهَا الْمُؤْمِنُونَ لَعَلَّكُمْ And repent entirely, O believers, so that you may be successful. And from tawbah, you travel the path until you attain the source of realization. Which is really a, a nearness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. فَمَنْ لَا تَوْبَةَ لَهُ لَا سَيْرَ Whoever does not have tawbah, whoever has not repented, they have not even begun to walk the spiritual path. Like someone who builds a house that doesn't have a foundation. Someone who builds a house that doesn't have a foundation. You don't even have pipes or electricity or anything. You say, look at this beautiful house. But the house is completely uh, uh, dysfunctional, doesn't function. It's not really a house. It might look like a house. You might be able to convince yourself from the outside that it's a house, but it actually has no foundation. A storm could come and it could fall on itself. And living inside of it is not really a home. It's not a second. It's not a place that you can live in. And tawbah, seeking Allah's forgiveness and turning back to Him, is something that is required and needed by the beginner the person who is at the, the intermediate level and the person who has arrived, al-muntahi, the person at the end. فَتَوْبَةُ الْمُبْتَدِي مِنَ وَالْذُنُوبِ The tawbah of the beginner, the, the, the repentance, the manifestation of repentance for the be- beginner is repenting to Allah and cutting off and turning away from sins and disobedience. وبين 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 I seek Allah wa forgiveness from all sins and all acts of disobedience and misdeeds between me and Allah and between me and Allah all of Allah's creation. That's the beginner level. What's the mutawassit and what's the muntahi? Naam. Uh, السَّائِرِ يعني المتوسط مِنَ الْغَفْلَةِ وَلَوْثِ الْعُيُوبِ The person who is an intermediate level on the path, they ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for forgiveness and they return to Allah from heedlessness. From not being present with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Why is it after the salah? We've just prayed. We performed one of the foundational arkan of the of of Islam which is the prayer as soon as we're done praying we say assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullah the first thing we say is astaghfirullah 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 why because for the vast majority of people inevitably in our prayer we were not paying attention we were not as present as we should have been so the person who's on the path and has made progress they seek Allah's forgiveness from uh, heedlessness. Naam. And from having any, uh, uh, any blameworthy qualities in their heart. وَتَوْبَةُ الْمُنْتَهِي And the tawbah of the person who is at the very ends of arrival and nearness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala مِنَ النَّظَرِ إِلَى سِوَى عَلَّامُ الْغُيُوبِ Is that that person at the very end, they are making tawbah from looking at anything or anyone other than the knower of, of the unseen, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Is that they witness Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in anything and in everything. Like Sayyidina Abu Bakr as-Siddiq radiAllahu anhu, uh, said, I never saw anything except that I saw Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala before it or after it or during it. And like Sayyidina Ali ibn Abi Talib, عنه, وجه, he would say, If the veil was lifted, I would not increase in certainty because the Akhira, the paradise and the fire and all of those things that could be witnessed, they were already witnessing the Creator and the Lord of all of those created things, Subhanahu wa Ta'ala. So their yaqeen was a yaqeen directly. Connected to their realization and nearness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So that's the muntahi. Those are the various levels of tawbah. Once again, we start to see that you know, at every uh, uh, level there is a different manifestation of these virtues, which is why this deen is beautiful and this deen is so deep and we need it in every stage. The last verse that we'll look at, inshallah, or the last passage that we'll look at from the Qur'an, is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says. And this is really what we want. We want, wanted to end with this ayah. So that starting off this retreat, we could have this intention, and we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that this retreat and the time that we've spent uh, for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's sake, inshallah, leads to this very moment. And manifests in this reality, and this reality is connected to tawbah. It's connected to returning to Allah and seeking his forgiveness. Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala says: Ya ayyuhalladhina amanu tubu ilallahi tawbatan nasuha. O you who believe, repent to Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala with a sincere repentance. What will be the result? Asa rabbukum an yukaffira 'ankum sayyi'atikum wa yadkhilakum jannatin tajri min tahtiha al It might be perhaps your Lord will uh, uh, remove your sins, will expiate your sins, and will enter you into gardens of paradise under which there are flowing rivers. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us about the day and tells us the result for the people of Tawbah, the result for the people of Iman. The result for the people of Mahabba. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us realize in all of those meanings. Wa aafiyah, wa and then what comes next in the verse is what we need to be seeking. Uh, being in paradise is beautiful. But there's something even greater to be sought. Yawma la On the day that Allah will not humiliate the Prophet and those who believed with him. And the scholars, the people of realization, the people of the Qur'an, the people of the highest degrees of yaqeen, they have a sweetness in this word here, ma'ath, with him. With who? With the Prophet With him. The day that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will not humiliate, will not disgrace his beloved sallallahu alayhi wa ali wa sallam. And then what does Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala say? And those who believed with Him. Once again, that that safety, being in that sphere of mercy, being in that sphere of honor, is connected to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's beloved sallallahu alayhi wa alayhi wa alayhi wa sahbihi wa sallam. يَوْمَ لَا يُخْزِلْ لَهُ النَّبِيَّ ma'a. On the day that Allah will not disgrace the Prophet and those who believed with him. Allahumma <laughs> ja'alna ma'ah. Allahumma ja'alna ma'ah. Allahumma ja'alna ma'ah. Allahumma la tahirmna khair ma 'indak li sharri ma 'indana, Ya Arhamar Rahimin. Oh Allah, make us of those with him. Make us of those with him. Ya Allah. We know. I know. And if we're honest with ourselves, we all know. We don't deserve any of this. Thinking about this almost seems beyond imagination. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the most generous. We're not going to attain this through our effort, but through Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's grace. But our seeking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's grace is through our effort. The adab of seeking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's generosity is by putting forth an effort and having in your heart and soul a deep yearning and desire for this. May Allah subhanahu wa taala make us of those with Him. Nooruhum yasa. What is their description of these believers who will be with the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam on that day, on the day where? People will flee from the most beloved people in their life, their mothers and fathers and their children and their spouses, their brothers, their sisters. Everyone will run away from each other. And here Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Allah on that day will not disgrace the Prophet nor those who believe with him. Their light flows ahead of them and to their right. يَقُولُونَ ربنا لنا نورنا وغفر لنا They will say, Our Lord, perfect our light for us. And forgive us. goes back to that tawbah at the beginning of the ayah. إِنَّكَ عَلَى كُلِّ شَيْءٍ قَدِيرٍ You are truly most capable of everything. Subhanahu wa ta'ala. So this is the degree of tawbah. And its relation to being su- not only successful on that day, not only being of those who will be admitted into gardens of paradise, but being of those who will be with the Prophet wa sallam. And as the Messenger of Allah sallam told us, Al-mar'u man ahab, a person is with uh, whoever he or she loves. So we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant us that witness, the ma'iyya being with the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa wa and whoever is with him, they will not be disgraced, nor will they fear, nor will they experience all of the, the, the uh, calamities and terrible difficulties of the day of resurrection. They will immediately be entered into the protective fortress of safety and mercy and success. So this all relates to tawbah. And uh, 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 regarding this verse and regarding the concept of tawbah, uh, Sayyidina Abdullah ibn al-Abbas radiallahu anhumah, he said, Hiya al-istighfar bil-lisan. What is this tawbah nasuha? What is this sincere and pure repentance? He said, radiallahu anhu, Hiya al-istighfar bil-lisan. It is seeking Allah's forgiveness with the tongue and inshallah we're going to spend time looking deeply at Sayyidul istighfar the master and preeminent formula for seeking Allah's forgiveness and inshallah it becomes something that we say every day if not multiple times a day بالجنان, and having remorse in your heart. Astaghfirullah, 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 Astaghfirullah bil بِالْأَرْكَانِ So it is seeking Allah's forgiveness verbally. It is feeling remorse in your heart. And it is abandoning, physically abandoning the sin altogether. That is التوبة nasuha. That is a pure and sincere repentance. And one of the other great imams, uh, imams he said يَجْمَعُهَا uh, uh, he said, It is combined in four things seeking Allah's forgiveness verbally with your tongue, abandoning it with your body, and leaving aside in your heart having a determination never to go back to it. I will never do that again. Ta'ala. I will never do that again. You can't say, Astaghfirullah. But in your heart, I'm planning to do it again. No. ال, uh, uh, وَتَرْكَ bil Leaving aside, ever returning to it. And then he says, وَمُهَاجَرَتْ al khilan, And that you abandon bad company. You abandon evil company. And that's physical company and virtual company. That you do those four things and inshaAllah, your tawbah, and your repentance will be sincere. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for tawfiq. Wa sallallahu ta'ala ala Sayyidina Muhammad. Wa ala alihi wa ashabihi ajma'in. Walhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. And if there are any questions, inshaAllah ta'ala, I uh, will try to address them now. Bismillah ar-Rahman. I'm I'm looking at it right here, Sayyidi. So I'm. Uh, so it seems that there are no questions so far, uh, which Alhamdulillah. If questions do come up, uh, you're 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 more than welcome to uh, place them, Insha'Allah, in uh, the text box that uh, or the comment box that's provided for you, bi uh, taala. And inshallah, this is just kind of where we're getting warmed up, as you can see, we're getting started, but. These are just a few verses from Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala's noble book uh, that talk about the beauty, the benefit, the need for tawbah. So as we mentioned that this is something that is a key to opening up the doors for relief and support and assistance from Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala. This is something that removes difficulties and calamities. And inshallah, in the next lesson, we'll look at some ahadith from the Messenger of Allah sallallahu about tawbah. In this lesson, we were just looking at verses from the Qur'an. And there's many more that we could have uh, uh, looked at, but for the sake of being uh, concise, we only looked at uh, four uh, verses of the Qur'an. And that also tawbah, is a, a, a part of the spiritual path. It is the asas al-tariq. It is the foundation of the spiritual path. And then also, it is a means, inshaAllah, for higher degrees and uh, a description uh, and a command for those, inshaAllah, who will be with the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wa ala alihi in the akhirah. And that it is something that we do with our tongue verbally, through seeking Allah's forgiveness, it is something that is experienced in the heart through remorse and it is something that physically is accomplished through abandoning the sin and leaving bad company and uh, uh, leaving bad company and uh, bad environments virtually and uh, otherwise. we yeah. will. Look to see if there's any questions. No. So uh, a person has a a question about uh, a copy of the text being covered. The text is not translated uh, into English just yet. Uh, It's called ترياق القلوب والأبصار in Arabic. ترياق القلوب والأبصار just in case uh, the questioner speaks Arabic. By Al-Habib Ahmed bin Zain Al-Habashi, so you can find the PDF of the Arabic uh, easily enough online, uh, but it's not yet translated. Uh, that's in; it's in the process of being translated. But even uh, the translation uh, might be difficult because Habib Ahmed bin Zain Al-Habashi, as we'll see when we uh, cover the book, he really just indicates certain meanings, and he goes deep 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 into the meanings of Sayyidul Istighfar that really uh I think only other great imams when they read his words will fully understand what he's referring to but there's still many benefits even for uh you know uh, uh the general public like myself and your s- most of us uh so uh it's it's kind of advanced despite the fact that it's very concise but inshallah we'll uh, benefit as best as we can in these lessons inshallah ta'ala now, would you kindly review the types of mustaghfirin uh, if this is in reference to the, the, the section that we covered about the tawbah of the people at the beginning of the path and the tawbah uh, of the mutawassitin the people who have made progress on the path and the tawbah of the people of the very ends so the tawbah of the people of the beginning of the path is tawbah uh, min al wa wal-dhunub. People who are just establishing. They say that it's like purifying yourself for prayer. Tawbah is cleansing your heart and soul of sins so that you can finally draw closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So that's the beginning of the path. That's for the beginner. And then the tawbah of the mutawassit or the sair the tawbah, the repentance of the person who is traveling the path or the, at an intermediate level is uh, uh, the tawbah from heedlessness. That this person at this point has made significant life changes. Has removed the things in his or her environment that pull them into sin. That uh, really kind of Uh, ignite lower desires within them, that they keep the company of the righteous, they attend gatherings of remembrance and so forth, Uh, that this person has made progress, then that person's tawbah and their repentance and seeking forgiveness from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is in relation to heedlessness. Doing good actions but not doing them as good as they should be for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. وَلَوْثِ and uh, other blameworthy qualities that take time on the spiritual path to be uh, cleansed from the heart and removed from the nafs uh, and for a person to be purified from them wa tul muntahi and the tawbah of the person at the end min ila siwa al is from witnessing or looking at or being distracted by anything other uh, than the knower of the unseen, which is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So in other words, the people of the very ends, they are in a state of high degrees of witnessing of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and they would seek forgiveness from him if they witnessed anything else from his creation, subhanahu wa ta'ala. So those are the various levels, uh, but it goes to show us that when the messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam when he says that he seeks Allah's forgiveness, and then when you and I seek Allah's forgiveness, we're seeking forgiveness for very different things, very different reasons. He said, Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam, wa whenever Allah subhanahu wa taala would raise him an even higher degree, and all of his degrees are high. His his beginning degrees were loftier, loftier than the highest degrees of." Of, of of the righteous And of, of uh, people brought close to Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala And every time that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Would give him another degree And another rank and opening The messenger of Allah Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Would have an even, even deeper realization Of what Allah is deserving of So he would ask Allah forgiveness For uh, the previous rank that he had Of high ranks So there's a, a, a uh, you know What a great difference between that type of istighfar and someone who's seeking Allah's forgiveness from constantly falling into sins and uh, following lower desires and so forth. So there are varying degrees. But the, the, the main point is that we always have to turn back to Allah. We always need to return to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and that is the foundation of the spiritual path and there's so many benefits uh, in doing so. Wallahu a'lam. Just looking to see if there are any more questions. And if not, inshallah, we'll, we'll close and inshallah, we'll move on to the next part of the program. Yeah. Seems that there are no other questions. Allahu uh, khairan to everyone for following. And inshallah, we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that he make this a blessed beginning and a blessed opening to uh, covering this book and for this entire retreat. Ameen, innahu akramul akramin wa rahman وصلى الله تعالى على سيدنا محمد الصادق الأمين وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين والحمد لله رب العالمين سبحانك اللهم وبحمدك نشهد أن لا إله أنت نستغفرك ونتوب إليك الحمد لله رب العالمين السلام عليكم ورحمة الله تعالى وبركاته